We're in week 14 already, if you can believe it, and time is running out faster on the NFL regular season than it is on Jason Garrett. But don't worry, because we still got a couple weeks left, and the pre-snap starts right now. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, Joe Pizzapia and Mike Randall. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It's me, and it's Mike Randall, and it's you, and we are licking our wounds after a week 13 that was rough. It was rough for everybody. Nothing made sense. We talked about that on the recap show earlier on Monday but we're here to try to right the ship. We're here to get everybody back together and trying to get things on track. So Mike Randall, how are you after what was a brutal week 13 for basically anybody who covers NFL in any way, shape or form? I mean, anytime where you get a win from the Redskins, from the Dolphins and from the Bengals in the same week, I think it's pretty safe to say that it was a bad week. Yes, brutal week across the board. The one saving grace for me was the Titans being my upset special. Thank you very much, Adam Vinatieri, for being the worst kicker in the NFL, getting blocked, ran back there by the Titans, which was fantastic. But just odd things happen, which I think, Joe, leads to a great week 14 because we have a lot of live dogs this week that I think are going to be very interesting plays. Agreed. And while you're at it, make sure you get that Line Star app and upgrade. And if you're saying to yourself, well, I don't know if I want to pay to upgrade because we're so late. How about free upgrades? Because if you try Superdraft, you get three months of Line Star Premium for free. That's right, for free for new customers when you deposit $10 into Superdraft. What you do is you play that Superdraft contest uh, that has the multiplier in it, and you use the link superdraft.io slash Line Star. That's superdraft.io slash Line Star and your must-play draft multiplier. So you have a player in mind who you would must-play in DFS this week, Mike Randall. Who would yours be? Gosh, my lineup multiplier. Yeah, who's your one go-to guy that you know is going to have a big-time day on Sunday? Gosh, can I go? If I'm going to stay on Sunday, that's an interesting one. The guy I really like in fantasy that I picked up actually was Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is going to torch the Giants. I think Whoa. he's going to. Have a, I think he's going to have a huge bounce back here. Someone in one of my fantasy leagues in the playoffs actually dropped Carson Wentz. Thank God, because otherwise I was stuck with Philip Rivers. I mean, geez. But <laughs> outside outside of that, I'll tell you this, Joe. I don't think Dalvin Cook is playing that much. If you're not putting Dalvin Cook back in the game against Seattle in a in a game they really needed to win, right? I mean, they're in the playoff I line. Agree. Why would you pound the rock with him at home against Detroit? Maybe he plays the first quarter. Maybe he waits till they get up big. So I think Alexander Madison is going to have a massive, massive game. So that's kind of an under-the-radar guy <laughs> that maybe people aren't buying into that I think is really going to explode because I just don't see Dalvin Cook getting 20 carries in this game. I just don't think it's going to be necessary. Well, we talked about it yesterday on the, uh, on the show. If Cook is in any way, shape, or form ruled out uh we were talking about the dfs show yesterday that madison becomes an absolute ad he's going to be 60 percent known doesn't matter it's good chalk use it and actually lets you go up to mccaffrey but if i had a multiplier it would be on christian mccaffrey this week against the falcons who always struggle with running backs who catch the ball in the backfield and he is the best one there is right now in the nfl so keep that in mind again that link for free free that's right you heard me free line star premium superdraft.io slash line star deposit 10 bucks Get three months of Line Star. Play a little Superdraft on Superdraft.com. 
and all is right with the world. Okay, let's get after it and let's start with let's let's go right up to the game that I feel like is a big deal. Okay, it's the Baltimore Ravens on the road against the Bills. Now I'm going to set the stage for you here, Mike, because when I'm looking at this game, I've looked at the Ravens playing uh, the Texans. That was a big game for them. Obviously, last week was a big game, quote-unquote, for them against the 49ers. They came out victorious in both of those. They beat the Patriots. That was a very big game for them. Monday night against the Rams, big national showcase. Big game, big game, big game, four weeks in a row. Now they're going on the road to Buffalo. It's cold there. I'll tell you what, it's, this game is the Ravens by six. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills in this one. I'm telling you right now, I think there's a chance the Bills could beat the Ravens in this football game because I feel like the Ravens, how many times can you get up in a row, in a row, in a row to play? There's got to be a letdown, and the rest of the schedule does not look like a letdown. The rest of the schedule looks like a cakewalk. I feel like this is the one game that could sneak up on them. And I think this is a big number for any team on the road, and Buffalo is a pretty good defensive team. Josh Allen's played well. So what do you think? Am I nuts? Am I just not buying enough or drinking enough of the, uh, the Kool-Aid that Baltimore's selling? Or do you think the Bills have a shot in this one? You're drinking the Kool-Aid that I'm drinking also. I like oh, yeah. I like the Bills straight up in this game. The line opened at Baltimore minus seven. Everyone's pounding Baltimore, not only the money, but the bets across the board. I think the Bills are live. They've always played close. Listen, they haven't beaten a ton of great teams, but there's only so many efforts a team can give in one year. Love Lamar Jackson. Sean McDermott, though, is going to dial things up. Uh, Marquise Brown on the outside is injured. The Bills are number one against tight ends, so they should be able to limit Mark Andrews. I think it's an exceptionally close game. I love the points. Would not be surprised if the Bills went outright. It doesn't mean anything for the Ravens. Like you said, they can end up finishing with a fantastic record here. Just because they lose this game doesn't mean that they end up, you know, 13-3. and That's terrible, but I really like the Bills here a lot. I agree. I just feel like, you know, there's only so many times you can get everybody, like, excited. And then, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, everybody's locked in, and they've played so well. And and God knows I've been very pro-Baltimore. I was very pro-Baltimore last week against the 49ers for sure. But I just, I don't know, man. I feel like there's got to be a, a trap or a letdown somewhere. And I just feel like this is the one. And I feel like Buffalo's ready. Buffalo's had a couple huge wins, too. They've had some extra time because they played on Thanksgiving. I really like Buffalo. Now, the number 44, I'm not touching this one. Do you have a feeling about this one? Because I don't. Yeah, I would lean the under with two solid defenses, and I don't think the Bills are going to put up a ton of points. And listen, I've been with you on the Ravens. My upset special was the Ravens over the Patriots when it happened. You're right. It's just it's about the matchup. It's about the spots. I don't like either. I'll take the Bills and the under. Yeah, you know, the funny thing when you go back and watch that game, the second half, the Pats really did have a good adjustment against him. And the, the problem is they came in with the wrong game plan to start, and they just got their doors blown off in the first quarter of that game. And then by the time things settled in, unfortunately, they had the ball on offense. And then they just, in the second half, and they could not convert right away when they had the ball and they were driving that first drive. And that set them back, too. So it's going to be fascinating to see these teams match up again because they're going to have the right game plan the second time. <laughs> so I can't wait to see what happens there. Uh, Panthers at Falcons, so no more Ron Rivera. So that was I get it. I understand it's been a long time just making a change for the sake of change. I think it's stupid, but whatever. But the Falcons, I never know what I'm getting week to week. Their favor in this one, minus three, that feels right. But I am i don't know how the Panthers are going to respond with Perry Fuel at head coach now if there's any sort of, you know, do you go in there and go, wow, I can't believe what's going on. Let's go out there and win one for the old ball coach who's not here. Or do they just kind of just fold up the tents and walk away with the rest of the season? I feel like it's probably the latter. 
I'll actually take the Falcons on this side, but I'm curious what you think about this one. Can't figure it out. If I can't figure it out, I'm going to take the points. Uh, I, I could see them winning this game and then talking afterward how this is for Coach Rivera, you know, something like that. I think Kyle Allen plays well. I think Atlanta had their run there where they were playing good defense. Now they've gone the other way. Remember, we have dead men walking and dead Dan Quinn on the other side. So I, I Julio Jones a little banged up. Why would you play him? I have no idea. Hooper's supposed to come back. Devontae well, that's Freeman- a big addition, by the way. Freeman and Hooper both back playing. I know Freeman hasn't been a world beater, but those are two big additions to this offense that they haven't had for a couple weeks. Yeah, and Freeman should be able to have a decent job against that Carolina run defense, which is a sieve. But the question is, can Atlanta block and get him in a yard? So I agree. It's a, it's a funky game between two teams that are not in it. So I'm just going to take the points and the Panthers. All right. Uh, and the line, the number there on this one is 247. So I would say over on this one, don't you think? Atlanta's historically at home has scored points. So I, I think Kyle Allen will have a good game. So, yeah, if I think the, the weaker quarterback is, is going to have a good game, and DJ Moore's been unstoppable. Even when he uh, has a bad game, they still put up points. I feel like he yeah. could turn the ball over four times and they'll still score 25. And you mentioned it with the multiplier. What are the chances Christian McCaffrey has a bad back-to-back game? Zero. So, right, yeah, I'll take zero. the over. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's happening at all. All right, let's move on to the next one here. The first time this year, the Cincinnati Bengals and Browns meet up. They meet up twice in the month of December. I don't know what Yahoo at the scheduling department figured this out. But this is wacky right here. But uh, the Cleveland Browns are seven-point favorites at home. The trouble is Baker Mayfield hasn't picked up a football all week, which kind of worries me a little bit. I'm not going to be – I'm not going to lie. I mean, not that I love Andy Dalton and the Bengals. I I don't think that's the case I'm getting to either. But let's, let's just, you know, take a look at it for what it is. Seven is a is a decent number, and the Bengals are coming off their first win of the year. I don't know if that means anything either, but if Baker Mayfield doesn't play in this game or is really banged up, I feel like Cincinnati can keep this close enough in garbage time. Do you agree, or do you think that this is a Browns blowout? I'm going to bet on Baker Mayfield playing. It's supposed to be very windy there, so I don't know how much they're going to be throwing the ball anyway. I like Nick Chubb. I like what Kareem Hunt is doing in that backfield. The Bengals defense is still terrible. Nice win over the Jets. I think this is going to be like Atlanta. When Atlanta got the big win, everybody got fired up, and then they go the other direction. I'll give the points with the Browns at home. I still think this is a rivalry game, so they'll get up. Cleveland, Cincinnati, Sam Weish, remember the whole thing? It's fine. So I'm going to bet on Baker playing, and I will give the points. I, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to bet the Bengals on the road, Joe. That's what it comes down to. I, I know, but seven's kind of – all right, all right. Crazy things are happening lately, so I'm just trying – to you know not get too ahead of myself 41 and a half is the number where are you at with this one yeah because of the wind it's a stay away from me no idea Uh, it was was good weather i'd go over because two bad teams usually like the the offense to explode but the wind the conditions baker mayfield not sure uh, it's a stay away all right one of the bigger numbers of the week too we got a couple big ones in a row here we're kind of piling up we started small and we're building and we're building the drama of the show here uh, and uh, we got the Denver Broncos against the Houston Texans. The Texans are nine and a half point favorites, and the Texans look terrific against uh, against Tom Brady and the Patriots. Uh, Watson played fantastic. Now Denver's a good defensive team as well, but my concern is Locke making his first start on the road. How much are we going to buy into his ability to move the chains? And then that second half, I feel like Houston pulls away in the second half. This is a game that has you biting your nails at halftime potentially, and then when you get into the late third quarter. You know, all of a sudden you see hands on the hips because the defense is out there too long. And next thing you know, Deshaun Watson makes a couple of big plays. But nine and a half, can you get there? That's a big total. It's a big number. Do you feel comfortable with that one? Or do you think the Broncos cover? Yeah, get there. Remember last four years, I told you this last week, 
teams that are underdogs by nine or 10 points are covering 80% of the time. And it's held true this year. When you get that nine, 10 point, that's a very funky area in the NFL. Teams are never as good as they looked one week to the next. Vic Fangio's defense has played very well the last few weeks. They've been locked in. He's done an excellent job, even though they have some injuries there. I'm going to take the points with the Broncos. Do I expect the Texans to win? Of course, but I'm going to go with Vegas here. That nine, 10 line last four years has historically been very sketchy. It's too much for me. I'm going to take Denver. All right, 42 and a half is the number. So if you're taking that, I'm going under, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, it's again kind of a stay away. I'm really not sure. Don't trust the <laughs> okay. quarterback there in Denver. Could be a slop fest, could be a late touchdown there by Deshaun Watson to stay away. But listen, yeah, a lot eight, of overs aren't over and unders are not good this week. A lot of those points are not great. It's odd, but four out of five times, folks, Denver's going to cover in this game. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I like it as well. I would put that as part of a, you know, if you're building the parlay this week. I would build with Buffalo and Denver so far to start. <laughs> that's, 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 a good one. that's a good one. Yeah. That's that's the beginning of like the three-team parlay. We'll see if we can find a third one for you. Uh, Detroit Lions at Minnesota Vikings. We talked about this one at the top a little bit with Dalvin Cook a little bit in question. Adam Thielen a little bit in question. You know, Cousins has played really well. This is a tough assignment for David Blau on the road after now there's game film on him in Minnesota. Minnesota is a loud building, very tough to play. But 13 is a huge number. It's a, that's a that's a lot, and you know Blau has at least shown you he could make a play or two. Now I kind of go back to that last time I saw the Vikings in the second. You know, Vikings sometimes have weird moments. They go out there and they beat teams that you're like, oh wow, I can't believe they just put a whooping on this team or that team. And then other teams like Denver a couple weeks ago, they kind of struggled again. So how do you feel about the 13 here with the Lions traveling on the road to Minnesota? You know, I, this one I've really struggled with. I, I think that the Vikings pass defense is toast. Xavier Rhodes. It's screamed, not good. Xavier Rhodes screaming the, last week because he didn't have coverage. Xavier, you got crushed, man, on that. I mean, he's at the point now where he's getting beat so badly. He's screaming at players that are behind him that aren't, you know, aren't covering. But he's been toasted. Well, look, and if you're Xavier Rhodes, you're not supposed to be looking for help. You're supposed to be a shutdown guy. Like, I mean, he's not. not at this point in his career. He's not anymore. But that's the one thing where the Lions do excel. Let's be honest. I mean, Galladay and Jones, the one the one thing they have left is the passing game there. We heard that Xavier Rhodes was watched in the preseason. Then, Joe, that threw us off the scent because they played the Falcons in week one, and he kind of held down Julio. So we kind of forgot about that with Rhodes. I'm still going to take the Vikings, man. I, I think this is going to be very similar to the Denver game where the Lions play very close to the vest. It's still David Blau, okay? It's still David Blau on the road. That's what I can't get by. I expect a late cover here by the Vikings. Again, I said Dalvin Cook. I don't expect to get a ton out of him. I think he'll play a little bit, be about 50-50 with Madison. But you can run the ball in the Lions. Madison's an aggressive downhill runner. I think Thielen may be back also. Vikings defense has not been great, but they're home where they usually do well under Mike Zimmer. It's a close one. It's a tough one. I'm not going to take the points with the Lions. I will give the points with a late cover with the Vikings. All right. What about the number 43 and a half? I will go over on that because I think David Blau is going to put points up. I think he's going to connect with Galladay like he did on Thanksgiving. Marvin Jones always does well against Minnesota. I think they're going yeah. to put some points up there. Yep. The Lions Star app loves Marvin Jones this week, by the way. Just FYI. Oh, yeah. Marvin I saw did. it. The Lions are up, loves him this week. All right, Indianapolis Colts without T.Y. Hilton probably for the rest of the year, it's starting to look like. They will get Marlon Mack back in this game. We'll see how limited or what situation we're in with him. But Tampa Bay, regardless, is favored at home by minus three. That's usually kind of the standard, you know, home favorite sort of thing. So almost, in a way, it's almost like an even. So tell me, do you think the Bucks? who, well, let's be honest, I mean, since they got their in just absolute embarrassment handed to them in London. They had that buy. They've played better football. 
I mean, they haven't won a lot of games necessarily, but they've played better football. I feel like the Colts are just, everything's just piling up on them. And I feel like the weight of the season is just starting to drag them down a little bit. I'm not trying to like run the narrative here so much as just look at, and look, you know, last week you got kind of underperformances from Evans and Godwin. I can't imagine that happening two weeks in a row. I actually think the Bucks will cover here. Am I crazy? No, Frank Reich is superior, uh, superior coach, but the Colts are running the wrong direction. They're no just running t- out of steam. They're running no, out of gas. And no T.Y. Hilton partner against a team that has a terrible pass defense. So the Colts are going to run the ball. They happen to be going against the absolute brick wall run defense in the NFL in Tampa Bay. You cannot run on them. Tampa Bay has played better. I think Todd Bowles has a good aggressive defense at home. Godwin went nuts last week. Him and Evans are back. They're going to be solid. O.J. Howard even actually appeared, did some decent things. Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones can't pick up the blitz. I know. I like Tampa Bay. I think they're going to cover. Jacoby Brissett's going to have to make plays through the air, and he doesn't have T.Y. Hilton. I'm not banking on Zach Pascal and Jack Doyle. I'm not doing it. So I agree. I like Tampa Bay. 47 and a half is the number here. With also Vinatieri banged up too, you know, the kicking situation, a question. I actually would go with the under here. Good call. I feel yeah. like I feel like this is the trap people are going to look at and go, oh, the Bucks are going to score a ton of points, and they very well might. I just wonder about what's Indianapolis's ability. I mean, I like Pascal. Don't get me wrong; he's done a decent job, but I don't know, man. I just I I concerned about their ability to put points on the board at this point. And forty-seven and a half. That would you know they got to get that twenty range for that to work. Totally agree. Remember, this is a team that went into Kansas City in a night game and held down the Chiefs on the road. So I certainly think they can do it here. I like the under. All right, hey, ready for this one? The Jets coming after a loss to the winless at the time Bengals. They come home licking their wounds. And who's waiting for them there in the Meadowlands? The Dolphins. The Dolphins are five and a half point underdogs in this team. Should they be? I, I know this is kind of crazy. Like, I know the Jets, another team that plays the run very well. Fortunately for the Dolphins, they don't have anyone to run the football. <laughs> so it's not a big deal. So this is just going to be two quarterbacks just slinging the ball around probably. So I ask you at this point here, do you feel like this number is kind of uncomfortable? Like I feel like the dolphins are the easy pick here. It's uncomfortable, but I just think the dolphins are still the dolphins. The jets have actually played very well at home. They thrashed the Raiders, by the way, who are not as bad as people think. You're never as bad as your last no, couple they're of games. Good, they're a pretty good football team. And they beat the Cowboys at home, who at the time, you know, were playing a little better than they are right now. These games are always wonky. I agree. But the one thing I trust is the Jets' defense. I think the Jets are going to stop the run. And really, the only receiver that Ryan Fitzpatrick has is Devontae Parker. I know the Jets. Yeah, but you know what? It seems like that's what we say every week, and every week he still catches like 14 balls. (laughs) Uh, Call me Charlie Brown with the football. You can pull it away again on me and have have me burn. You can burn me. I think Robbie Anderson makes plays. I like Ryan Griffin. I think Le'Veon Bell gets right in this game. The Jets have actually played decent at home. Jets Miami is wonky. It's been wonky. Remember Dan Marino with the fake spike, the whole thing. Yes. I will take the Jets and give the points at home. I know this is crazy. This is a crazy I'm game. Going but, I'm going with the yeah. Dolphins on this one. Jets are going to jet. Everything you said is right, and then the last thing you forgot was they're the Jets. <laughs> Listen, I think it's totally reasonable. I and the, and the, there's still guys in the Dolphins who want to stick it to Adam Gase again. Because then they would have beaten them twice, right? Am I, am I crazy? Or, exactly right, yeah. yeah. Sweep the series. <laughs> oh, Adam Gase. 45 and a half is the number. I like the over in this one. Personally. Yeah, a lot of points scored in this game. You DFS, take a look at this on the Line Star app. There's yeah. going to be a lot of players in this game you can hit. Yeah, I agree. All right, 49ers at Saints. <clears throat> I got some feelings on this one, too. 
49ers so far have uh, struggled against the teams. I don't want to say struggle, but they've lost. Let's put it that way. They haven't come up with the W's against the better teams so far that they've played. So that being said, New Orleans in New Orleans, historically outside of the stupid Falcons a couple of weeks ago, was very tough in that building. I just don't think they can outscore them. And I think they what the things that they have to their favor is Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, who likes to sometimes work in the slot a little bit and sometimes, you know, get those quick passes. That's how you beat an aggressive pass rush. So Drew Brees might not be Lamar Jackson, obviously, but in terms of his ability to get the football out, Drew Brees knows exactly what he has to do here. I love the Saints in this game. I think the Saints are going to win this game, and I, I'm you know questioning whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo in this offense can do enough here to keep pace with them. I was going to be a complete blowout, but I think two and a half is pretty. I mean, I, I think it's at least a field goal. I think it's more like a touchdown. That's and I mean, maybe I'm not giving the 49ers enough respect, but I don't know. It's a tough assignment for them, and every time they've had the tough assignments and you keep losing, I feel like you st- something goes wrong in this game and you start to feel like uh, oh, we're creeping in again. So. Give me the Saints and the two and a half in this one. I like them. I'll give the Niners respect on the under, thinking that this game is going to be low scoring. But I agree the Saints are going to win. The Saints at home, they dial it up. They have a great system. Their defense will play well. Jimmy G always throws off his back foot if you watch. I like the Niners. I think they played a little over their head. Love the Saints here at the Superdome. Big, big win at home. All right, Washington Redskins plus 13 in Green Bay. Now, look, I know they're the Redskins. They've been a bit of a laughing stock, but... They've been competitive since they fired the head coach. They've, they've, they've shown up in games and the strangest scenarios they seem to have shown up. And the one thing they do okay, especially lately, is get to the quarterback, which is the one thing Green Bay really struggles with. I know Green Bay looked really good last week, but that was the Giants. And, you know, the Giants are just, just a complete disaster. So I'm, I'm going to say this. I think this number is too big. I'm not saying that Green Bay is not going to win this football game. I'm not saying the Redskins are going to upset them because that would just, that would be silly. I would sound stupid. Green Bay is a better football team. I don't know if they're 13 point better necessarily. So I like the Redskins in the 13 in this one. I like the Redskins in the 13 also. The Redskins have actually played fairly well. I think they're still in the hunt for the division in some crazy, crazy Nexus world. They run the ball. They slow it down. Their pace is is very slow. Geis has been explosive. I don't buy into Green Bay's defense. I think it's way too many points. I think this is a low, slop-fest game. The Washington pass defense has actually been pretty decent. And all I got to guard is Devontae Adams because I'm not a big Alan Lazard guy. Jimmy Graham's a corpse. Aaron Jones is hurt now. We don't know his status. I love Washington and the points. I'll tell you what, man. I think you nailed it with Geis, too. Geis is another guy in the DFS show we talked about yesterday. He looked fantastic last week. He looks strong. He's stiff arming guys. He's knocking guys on their ass to the ground. He looked like the real deal, man. And that's exciting. If you're a Redskins fan, you're like, all right, look at that. We do guys is the guy. Let's just keep him on the field. 41 and a half is the number. So I'm going to go under here. I'm going to, I'm going to go and say, maybe we get something a little bit uh, less explosive than last week from the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Lockstep. Totally agree. Low scoring game. All right, let's go to the next one here. Charge the Jaguars. I'm the Charger Whisperer, so a lot's riding on this. Uh, did I do I have one? I just have the one wrong, right? All year with the Chargers, right? Yeah, only the one, and that's it. Yep, that's the, just the one, and that, and that was a tricky one. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was definitely a tricky one. Um, you got Gardner Minshew back here. They're home underdogs against the Chargers, which I don't. I I kind of scratch my head about this one. Like I just don't get it. Um, they're traveling. The Chargers never travel well. 
give me the Jaguars. Minshew's got a good energy. I kind of feel like, you know, if you look last year, Darnold had that time where he kind of had was air quotes hurt and came out for a couple weeks. And when he came back in the last couple weeks of the season, he played much better football. And I feel like Minshew kind of needed a breather and a step back. And I feel like with the whole week of preparation here, I think he can get a W in this game. So give me the Jaguars and the plus three. I just, I, I don't see, I mean, I don't think the Jaguars are a good football team, but Chargers traveling, Phillip Rivers right on the precipice of disaster. I don't know, man. Give me the Jags and the, and the points. I'm going to go the other way because I think the Jags have quit. I think they've quit on Marone. I think their defense is awful. I think you can run the ball as much as you want. I expect Melvin Gordon actually have a big game. I like the Minshew magic. I think that'll keep it close. But I like the Chargers on the other end. Phillip Rivers always plays well in these games that like no one really thinks he's going to play well. well I, I like understand. the over. To that effect, I like the over because I feel like nobody's playing defense in this game. I oh, feel I like agree. That, I agree. That, that's yeah. where I'm at. Oh, I'm with you, know, you with the over. I think they both put up points, especially Minshew. I just, it's a coin flick game, and I, I think Gordon will play well, so I'll take the points and the Chargers on the road. All right, here we go. Chiefs on the road in New England. You know, everyone keeps talking about all oh, the Chiefs, you know, the, the Holmes is back. They're rolling. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're they're beating teams that they should beat since Mahomes come back. But now they're three-point underdogs in New England, which they should be. Um, and I'll tell you what. I think what you saw in the fourth quarter of that game against the Texans for the Pats was, you know what? F it. We don't care anymore. It's time to just start being aggressive and just start taking shots. And all of a sudden they started putting points on the board. And you know what? I, I feel like there's a little bit of confidence there. That defense in that building, in the, I mean, there's very few home field advantages. And I feel like New England is one of the few remaining ones. New England in December historically is not an easy place to win. Question is, the three. So Mike Randall, I'm going to step back for a second. And I'm going to let somebody who maybe their judgment isn't clouded by the, uh, you know, the enormous posters of Bill Belichick and uh, the, the uh, freestanding uh, Tom Brady cutout in, in my office here. But I, I don't have those things, but I should. If you'd like to purchase them for me, let me know. But what are your thoughts on the cheese pats this weekend? I'm with you. I picked the line as soon as it came out. I just, a Brady and Belichick coming off a loss on a line where they're the underdog or favored by less than seven in their career, something like 28 and three, 28 and four. They're home here. I'm not buying into it. The Chiefs defense, I'm not buying it. I think the Belichick held some stuff back because he knows he has to win this game. I just, how do you go against Belichick and Brady at home in a game against anyone? I can't do it. I know the Chiefs are playing well. But I think he'll put Gilmore on Kelsey, which will slow Kelsey, because I don't think Gilmore can stay with Hill. I don't think anybody can. So he'll double Hill and say, go ahead, beat me with Sammy Watkins. Beat me with your slew of running backs, none of which are good. I like the pass. You know what? If they were able to run, that's the one thing everybody forgets. When you think about when, you know, especially in that Chiefs game, you know, back in the day, you know, those the Kareem Hunt was the guy who was really ruining those games. <laughs> like Kareem Hunt was the guy. You're just like, oh, my God. Just, you know, if you're a Patriots fan, the last guy you want to see was Kareem Hunt. Because that's what made them so hard to beat. But now that they don't run the football, I don't know, man. I, I'm with you. I think the the Pats – now the number is 48 and a half. Where do you go with that one? I kind of stay away personally. It's a stay away. Listen, if they could be like the Ravens and run with Ingram and Lamar Jackson, I get it. Although I think Belichick will dial something up next time he sees them. I just – I can't I can't bet against the Pats at home. I can't do it. I'm sorry, especially coming off a loss against Houston. I can't do it. No, I, I'm with you, man. I'm 100% with you. All right, Titans, Raiders. Raiders two and a half point underdogs at home. Now, Tannehill's played well. Derrick Henry season is in full effect. Josh Jacobs is banged up. I kind of actually feel like the line is right here. Like, I feel like the right team is favored. 
I think Tennessee's starting to feel it a little bit. I think Oakland is showing their inexperience. They had a good run there. They played well, but now I think the youth and inexperience at this time when it gets the crunch time at the stretch run of the NFL season, they've shown a little bit of green. And I understand they're getting home, and that's great. I just think Tennessee's a better football team. I'll take the Titans in this one. This is one of my ones I'm positive on this week, partner, and we're going to go head-to-head. I love the Raiders at home here. I I understand that the Raiders haven't looked good lately, but are we really ready to take Tannehill and the Titans on the road? I think the Raiders have performed well. I think their defense shows up here. I like them returning back home again, and I'm going to get points with them. It, it's very close to me to the game against the Lions earlier this year where they were home. I think the Titans will play well, but I I don't see any way the Raiders get blown out here or lose by 7, 10 points. So I'm going to take the Raiders in the points. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. You're probably right. I'm probably wrong. So everyone listen to Mike Randall. 47 and a half is the number. Where are you at there? Uh, That's a tough one. I'm going to take the under because the Raiders offense has stalled. I expect Carr to throw some bombs to Terrell Williams to see if that can work out. And Darren Wallace should be able to do some things against the Titans, but it's a little too high for me. 24-20, I win. I'll take the under. All right. uh, Next one. This is another one I think is easy. Defense travels. Steelers defense has played well. I don't care who who Juju or any. I don't care. I don't care. Even if Connor doesn't play, I don't care. The Cardinals last week, I watched Kyler Murray. That hamstring is definitely bothering him. I Cardinals are one and a half point dogs at home. Give me the Steelers. It's not going to be pretty 43 and a half is the number. I'll go with the under there, but I think the Steelers winning this football game is, I feel like this is, I don't know, like an easy W for them. Am I nuts? You're not nuts. One of the things that I think is totally shocking on DraftKings this week, if we talk a little DFS, if you look at the absolute pricing and you go down and obviously this is affected by the hamstring. Don't get me wrong. Devlin Hodges is 5,900. Kyler Murray is 5,800. So that tells me all I need to know. I like the Steelers defense. I like making Fitzpatrick. I like the under for those reasons. That was a bad loss by the Cardinals last week. I mean, just got their doors blown off. Couldn't move the ball whatsoever. Yes, I'm upset because I had Zane Gonzalez as my kicker. Of course, Joe, full disclosure. But yeah, I'm with, <laughs> I like Pittsburgh. I like their defense to travel. I know that Cardinals are underdogs at home. But I think if Kyler Murray's hamper, hampered, this is like a, a Jenga puzzle. You take one piece out, the whole thing could crumble. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I'm looking at them and I'm thinking to myself, man, Arizona, like they're just not great, you know. Um, all right, Seattle Seahawks at the Rams. I I mean, you never know what Rams you're gonna get. They're the box of chocolates of the NFL, but come on, man. Seattle is a one point underdog. What? I mean, what? <laughs> Am I what? I don't even know what to say here because I feel like Seattle is so much better as a football team on both sides of the ball. I don't get this at all. And it's not like the Rams have a home field advantage. Mike, what's going on here with this one? Is that what we got it at? I, this is very important for what I'm on FanDuel Sportsbook and I see plus one for Seattle right now. This all morning. right. Cause that takes care of the, the, uh, the underdog for me, the underdog special. I like the, I love the Rams here. I really do. I, this is a Rams team that went up to Seattle when they were playing well and they lost because they couldn't make a field goal 30 to 29. They always put points up historically against Seattle because the defense Seattle plays. Cooper Cup in the slot should be an absolute monster. I think the Rams have righted the ship a little bit. And listen, if you look at the Seahawks offense, Tyler Lockett is not right. David Moore had a touchdown. Do with that whatever you want. DK Metcalf's dropping balls left and right, and they're going to run the ball. Now, what's the Rams' strength? They stuff the run. They stuff the run up the middle, and that's what they're going to do. I think Aaron Donald, the center is out for Seattle. I think that's a big deal. I think Aaron Donald's going to get pressure. Carson and Penny probably will not have a good game. 
I understand Russell Wilson magic. He's been fantastic. He's an MVP candidate, but it doesn't mean they win every single game. I absolutely love the Rams in this game. I wish they were one point underdog because that would have taken care of our last segment. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not. So now I got to go back to the well again. We've got a couple of them on there to choose from. So, all right, last and and maybe least. I mean, I don't know here. This is just fun. You got freaking Eli Manning back in Philadelphia. They are nine and a half point underdogs to the Eagles. And oh, Mike, I don't know. I feel like this is, you know, there you go again. Eagles, all you got to do is win a football game here. That's all you got to do. Dallas is just like sticking their chin out constantly and be like, just knock me out. Just And they refuse to do it. And they keep whiffing every single time. Will they whiff again? And I guess more importantly, can the Giants cover this? Nine and a half. I, I mean, I feel like they can. I feel like the way the Eagles have played, they absolutely can cover this number. High scoring, close game. That's what I think here. I'll take the Giants and the points. What I feel best about partner is the over. I think Wentz is going to smash in the spot. Like I said, I know Eli's going to do well. You know why? Because he just is. Because that's what's going to happen. Because Eli in his entire career ends up having a big game here at the end against a rival on the road. Monday night football. Give me four touchdowns for Wentz. Give me three touchdowns for Eli. Maybe two picks with that. I think it's a high scoring game. I love the over. And I will take the points for what you said. Because I don't think the Philly defense has stopped anyone. So I think both teams are going to score all right there you have it so let's get to the upset special it's upset special time and mike randall i'll give you the board first so tell me where you're going who is going to be crying this sunday because uh well they did not uh, get what they thought they were going to get out of their football team so mike randall upset special go yeah first one i'm going to go with here this is such a tough call I'm going to take Buffalo at home with the points against the Ravens. I love the Ravens. I've picked the Ravens all year. I think it's a terrible, terrible spot. The points are way too much. So could they win? Absolutely. But I think they're going to cover for sure. I think it's a very close game, a nice close knit battle. There's so many options I could have went with here, but I really love the Bills at home. I think the defense is real. I think the Ravens are due to have a stumble. I think there's some they're going to be able to hold down Mark Andrews because they're number one against tight ends. The points are too many. Love the points with the Bills. Yeah, uh, for the for the record, I agree. I'm, I'm we started the show with it. That's mine as well. But because that's no fun to go head to head, so Mike and I are both in agreement. Whenever we both in agreement, we've been I think 100 percent this year. So now let's get on to the next one. I'll tell you what, man, this is easy. Plus one, Seattle. I mean, come on. Seattle's going to win this football game. Have we not watched the Rams enough this year? I don't care what they did last week against the Cardinals. You could take that, crumple it up, and throw it away. It means absolutely nothing to me. Russell Wilson's played great. Rashad Penny's going to catch the ball in the backfield. This two-headed run monster is going to be way too much for the for the Rams to handle. Give me the Seahawks with the plus one. That's easy. They win the game outright. No problem there. All right, so. We want everybody to make sure you go over and follow the Lion Star app over on the Twitter machine at Lion Star app and at Lion Star NFL. You could also follow us over at Randall Rant and at Joe Pisa PS17. Make sure you're getting that uh, Lion Star app as well. Go to LionStar.com and make sure you are upgrading to the premium product. We got NBA, we got NHL, MLB is just around the corner in a couple months, and the hot stove is heating up. Unbelievable actual baseball going on in terms of guys moving teams. What a shocker. It feels like years since that's happened. So it'll be a lot to get to as well. So that'll do it for us. The pre-snap is over. It's time to break the huddle, and there's nothing left to do now except set down win. 
You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from wagering experts Joe Pizapia and Mike Randall.